Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. We all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on, like tedious commutes to work or dealing with your annoying boss. But when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on their crossword puzzles, even though they're available right now or they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. So there's literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. I use ZocDoc and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash R-S. Welcome to r slash Am I the Butthole, where a woman accuses another pregnant woman of intentionally having a miscarriage just to get attention. Am I the butthole for telling my daughter-in-law that she showed us who she really was on her wedding day? I'm the father of four children. In May, my son Neil got married to Debbie. Debbie acted terribly the whole wedding day. Straight up entitled and embarrassing. My oldest daughter was three months pregnant, and she hadn't told anyone because she'd already had one miscarriage. She was barely showing, and Debbie picked a tight-fitting bridesmaid dress. My daughter was super sick from morning sickness, and Debbie told her that she looked disgusting and to stop taking attention off of her. My other son, who was the best man to the groom, his brother, had his wife seated with some of his cousins across the room at the reception and not at the family table because she was an immediate family. We didn't know this until the reception, and we tried to have her move back to our table, and Debbie said, no, it's my day. This caused a fight, and the best man left before the reception because his wife was snubbed. A few days after the wedding, my daughter miscarried again while Debbie and Neil were on their honeymoon. Debbie felt like that was attention-seeking? Yo, what? Ladies, is having a miscarriage attention-seeking behavior? Yo, what did I just read? What was OP's daughter supposed to do? Just clench and hold it in for weeks until they got back from their honeymoon? Sorry, I got that. (laughs) I got completely derailed by that. I was not expecting that line. Okay, okay, back to the story. My wife, children, and spouses normally rent a house by the beach for Labor Day, and because of continued bad blood between Debbie and the rest of the family, they are not invited. All three of my other children basically said that if Debbie comes, they aren't going. So, Debbie and Neil got the axe. When Neil asked me about it, I told him, Debbie showed us who she really was on her wedding day, and don't expect many invites from the rest of the family to do things. Neil was pissed, saying that it's not fair that she's feeling left out because she saw on social media where all the girls, including the snub sister-in-law, her mother, and my wife, went to the Barbie movie dressed in pink, and she felt left out. Now, he has to tell her that she can't go to the annual beach vacation, and she's feeling hurt. I told him not one person in the family wants Debbie there, and I'm sorry, but she can't come. My son had me on speaker, and Debbie started crying, saying that she can't believe how horrible we are, and she wasn't going to go anyways, and don't expect to see her at Thanksgiving or Christmas ever again. I lost my temper at Debbie, and I told her the rest of the family would be relieved to hear it. 
I was thinking this story was just going to be typical bridezilla, self-obsessed on the wedding day. Okay, pretty standard stuff. But to say that a woman had a miscarriage on purpose just to get attention is psychopathic. It is beyond nuts. It is crazy. This poor woman who's already had a miscarriage, so she's doubting herself, she's insecure, she's worried every single day. She, she wakes up thinking, oh God, I hope I don't lose the baby today. She's imagining her life with this child. She's shopping for baby clothes. Then, tragically, she loses her baby. She feels like less of a woman. She feels like a failure. She feels awful. And you think she did that on purpose? Are you nuts? I will say, though, something funny occurred to me. As much of a psychopath I think Debbie is, if on, <laughs> if on the random crazy chance that your daughter did actually have a miscarriage on purpose to get attention, then she is the craziest psychopath we have ever read in the history of this, in the history of this entire YouTube channel, man. Though, something tells me, just a hunch, that that's not what happened. Just a hunch. Opie, I'm giving you zero out of five buttholes. I am... <laughs> I am solidly firmly on your side on this. Debbie is nutso. Do I? Hmm. I think I'm going to give her four out of five butthole because even though she's completely detached from reality, I can't give her five out of five because that's reserved for, you know, actual P words, R wordists, people like those. Just absolute scum of the earth. And while she's, while she's out there, she's certainly nutso. She's just, she's just merely attention seeking herself. <sighs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to give her four out of five. Am I the butthole for thinking my wife overreacted when an elderly lady touched our kid? My wife and I went shopping. I went to a different aisle to get some jerky. I heard my wife scream, help! So I ran over and she was freaking out because an elderly woman hugged our son. Now, you can tell this woman was harmless. The woman's son came along and profusely apologized, stating that she had dementia and that she meant no harm, that she tends to view every child as her own. I said that it was okay, and I myself apologized for my wife's overreaction. During this time, I wasn't paying attention, and my wife called 911? And she called over security, and it became a huge mess for all parties because my wife wasn't letting the issue go. You could also tell that the son was extremely embarrassed, as was I. I was trying to relax my wife, but she was going on a complete meltdown rage, saying that his mother should be in a home if she can't keep her hands to herself. What if she got our kids sick, tried to kidnap him, or get combative and hurt him? All of which I agree are possible outcomes, but I told her none of that happened, so let's just leave it. Security states that since my wife called the cops, we had to wait for them to show up so they can file a report as per their store policy. About 25 minutes later, police showed up and asked what happened, and my wife explained everything. <laughs> you can tell the police were like, what the F is wrong with this woman? I felt nothing but disappointment. The police took the statement and started laughing as they left. They gave the son of the elderly mom a fist bump and said sorry. My wife was upset that I didn't have her side. She was upset that I took the side of the son instead of her. I explained that his mom was clearly sick, that it was a harmless gesture, and I explained that she was the one who acted unreasonably. I did acknowledge her concerns, but nothing bad happened, so we could have just let it slide and gone on with our day. She told me that I failed as a husband, so we ran our story by family and friends, and it's a 50-50 split. My brother-in-law said that this would be a funny story for Am I the Butthole, because he frequents his subreddit. So, Reddit, Am I the Butthole? 
Also, OP clarifies that their kid is 19 months old. Okay, OP, throughout this whole story, I do agree with your wife on one tiny point. Not on the whole story, but just one tiny part. Okay, after the guy explained that the old lady has dementia and meant no harm, you said that it was okay and you apologized for my wife's overreaction. Now, at this point in the story, I actually don't know if what the wife did was an overreaction. Sure, it was extreme of your wife to scream out for help, However, I do feel like that falls within the acceptable range of reactions, more towards the extreme end, but still acceptable. Because at the end of the day, this old lady is a strange woman who came up to hug the child with no preamble, no introduction, didn't ask for permission. So reacting very strongly and panicking, I think is reasonable. So I don't think you should have apologized for your wife's overreaction because I don't think she did overreact. If I'm just looking at groceries and I turn around and some random person, I don't know who this person is, is hugging my child, I would feel an impulse of like panic, like, yo, what's going on? However, there's a big but here. However, however, guys, what the wife did afterwards is ridiculous. Calling the cops on an old lady because she's hugging a kid? Officer, officer, arrest that woman. Take her to jail. Off with her head to the electrocution chair. Like, what did she think was going to happen? She's just a harmless old lady who hugged a kid without permission. Now, she should have gotten permission. Don't get me wrong. She really should have. But she didn't. And come on, it's not the end of the world. So, OP, I'm going to give you a very, very gentle 0.5 out of 5 buttholes because initially your wife didn't overreact. She reacted extremely, but not an overreaction. So apologizing for your wife's behavior wasn't exactly fair to your wife there. However, I'm giving your wife 2 out of 5 buttholes because calling the cops on a poor old lady with dementia is way overboard. Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash R S L A S H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Am I the butthole for yelling at my nephews until they cried and had to leave? My son recently died. I haven't moved his stuff other than keeping it clean. I usually leave the door to his room closed. I pick up and babysit my two nephews for around an hour on weekdays, since their mom, my sister-in-law, gets off work too late to pick them up. They're 11 and 13 years old. They're usually well-behaved, do their own thing, and sometimes even help me with chores. On Friday, I was cooking a very pungent soup, so I aired the whole house out by opening up the windows and doors. In hindsight, I should have left my son's room closed, but I think I opened it out of habit. When their mom went to pick up her kids, I went to get them, and I saw them messing around with my son's guitar. 
The older one was messing with the string screws while the younger one was plucking at the strings. I admittedly freaked out a lot and I raised my voice at them, which I have never done before. I said, what are you doing? Drop that right now. What are you even doing in this room? Get out. Never come in this room again. At that point, they started crying. I pulled the guitar away and their mother came in. She tried to mediate the situation and console them, but I told them all to get out of my house and they left. The guitar was thankfully okay and not scratched. Their mom called me later to talk and apologized on their behalf, but told me that she thinks that we should all have a sit down and apologize to each other. She told me that I really scared her boys, and that although she thinks what I did was understandable, I overreacted in front of them. She told me that, at the end of the day, they didn't really do anything harmful, and that they deserve an apology from me too. I told her that I do think that I overreacted, but that I wasn't sorry because they could have broken my son's guitar. She told me that it's extremely cruel to ever raise your voice to children, and that I should be the bigger person. Was I the butthole for doing this? I gotta give two big thumbs up to the mother of these kids. I think the way that she handled pretty much every situation here was perfect. She consoled the kids while trying to mediate, then she apologized on their behalf, and then she said, let's all get together, be a family, and work this out together, which is a very adult, rational, high emotional intelligence thing to do. Also, what she said was spot on accurate. She said, hold on, she said, although she thinks that what I did was understandable, I overreacted in front of them. And that is exactly what happened. Yes, OP, I sympathize with you. I do understand what you're going, well, no, I don't understand what you're going through, thankfully. I do understand that you're going through an incomprehensible level of pain, so I'm, I'm on your side to some degree, it's just, you did overreact. You even said, you said, I admittedly freaked out a lot, so you even understand that you went too far. So, why are you not owning up and taking responsibility for your actions? Also, I gotta say, I have to point out that you're the adult in the situation, OP. These kids are 11 and 13, pretty young. If you didn't want these kids to go into your son's room, then you should have clearly set that boundary beforehand. But instead of setting that boundary, you left a door open and expected them to just magically understand that they're not supposed to go into the room, which is not reasonable at all. So, gosh... I guess I could see giving the two kids 0.5 out of 5 buttholes because they should have asked for permission before doing this stuff, but also they're really young and the door was open, which is basically an invitation, kinda, so I can't really be too upset at them. Am I the butthole for laughing at my housemate when he suggested that I not shower on my period? I'm a 31-year-old woman and I live in a share house. One of his housemates, Jack, who's 30, has never lived with a woman other than his mother, but he likes to say that he's aware of women's issues and calls himself a feminist. For instance, he doesn't agree with the saying, no uterus, no opinion, because it's my job to be informed about any issue that could affect me if I become a father or a husband. Which is fine, until it came to this issue. So, like most biological women, I have periods. However, I cannot use tampons or cups due to a condition called vaginismus. What is vaginismus? It is the body's automatic reaction to the fear of some or all types of vaginal penetration. Whenever penetration is attempted, your vaginal muscles tighten up on their own. You have no control over it. Huh. So it's scared vagina syndrome? Interesting. So it's pads all the time for me. Yay! I also, I know, shocking, shower during this time. Wow! I prepare a new pad onto a clean pair of undies, shower as normal, dry myself off in the shower, and then step straight into the undies. 
And obviously, I checked the bathroom for mess. Jack has never complained, nor has anyone else, so I figured my system was working. Cue today. I can't shower for 48 hours due to a heart monitor test. I was jokingly complaining about how I was going to survive without my nightly shower, and Jack looked up confused and said, How is this any different to when you're on your period? I asked him what he meant, and he said, Well, you can't shower on your period unless you use a tampon. And I laughed because I thought that he was joking. He's shown before that he's at least semi-educated on women, which he got angry at. Jack said, wait, well, what do you do? And I slowly said, I shower? Jack, <laughs> Jack said, without protecting my bathroom? To be clear, Jack does not own the house. And then he went off. Apparently, my period is unhygienic. It can cause infection if left on the shower floor, and he was under the impression that I hadn't been showering for a week when I had my period or was using tampons. I said that due to various reasons, I can't use tampons, and he told me that I'm banned from showering when I'm on my period, which I laughed at. Which I did apologize for, and I said, I'm sorry for laughing, but the audacity of that statement. I told Jack that he has no way of enforcing this, nor would I be sticking to this, and he said, fine. Then every time you shower, you need to bleach the bathroom afterwards. To which I couldn't help but laugh again, apologizing but saying, we're in a share house. That's not reasonable when other people need to use the shower or use the toilet, and considering that I'm sure at least someone else pees in the shower, it's ridiculous to only enforce it on me. He brought that up and he said, nobody does that. I've never heard of that in my life. So I just had to walk away. Jack's been complaining to other housemates about this and saying that we need to watch out for me. And we all just think that he's absurd for banning me. But a couple of people think that I should at least try to compromise. So I'm confused. Am I the butthole? Oh man, some people are so entitled. If Jack's the one with the issue, then why doesn't he fix it? Why doesn't he bleach the bathtub? Why doesn't he avoid showering when you're on your period? Better yet, if he's so concerned about getting cooties from girls, why is he living in a house with other girls? Isn't it actually more common for men to live with other men than it is for men and women to live together in like a mixed co-ed relationship? You know, I'm not saying one is better or worse. I'm just saying typically don't women room with women and men room with men. So if he thinks women are so gross and icky with their period blood, then just go find some male roommates. OP, I'm giving you zero out of five buttholes. I'm giving Jack one out of five buttholes because he's not really that much of a butthole. He's just really, really dumb. That was r slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day. Spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney. Make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details. Yeah.